the floor, staring at the door with jaded eyes. Like a child who was always poor, calling out for more. I could feel the hunger growing. Uh-huh. I keep it moving, I gotta keep it moving. I keep it off the Tracy to kids, Tracy to kids, come in kids, come in kids, it's here at last, the new Dick Tracy two-way wrist radio that keeps you in constant touch with your body, easy to work, up antenna, switch on, press talk button, and you broadcast from room to room, and even house to house, no wires needed, yet voices travel back and forth. Radio on the open road from one bike to another, or when out hiking. Dad, Dad, I found a bear cave. Be right down, son. Powerful, fully transistorized, Dick Tracy two-way wrist radio is a real electronic instrument. Make sure all the fellows get their A-OK Dick Tracy wrist radio so they can keep in touch. Over and out. The one and only Dick Tracy wrist radio, wherever American toys are sold. Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces around the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. He said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. Sometimes I don't know what to say. It's a genuine miracle I woke up today, so I got up to pray. But my BBM was pinging when my Android started singing. Then I missed all of the glory for technological luxuries. And just like that, I forgot all of the trees and the flowers and the breeze carrying seeds across the seas. Extra honey in my tea, but pay no homage to the bee. Whatever happened to us, and will we ever let the magic come and tap into us? We preach apocalypse written by John the Revelator, but won't even speak to a stranger riding on the elevator, or step to the side when we standing still on the escalator. The planet Earth is a hospital, we on the respirator. I don't regret the haters. Sometimes that's what you need to see yourself break through and free yourself, accept your own and be yourself is magic.
This is the turn. They ain't ready for prestige yet. Flow is too collegiate. The show is too prestigious. Pretty like a flower. Refreshing like a shower. Depression makes me sour, but it's still a feeling. My human heart and all my senses say it's still appealing. I could be dead and gone. A brass band, a second line, I could be headed home. The passersby may shed a tear after she read the stone. It's a luxury. Story in life is not tragic, it's magic. Sometimes that's what you need to see yourself break through and free yourself, accept your own and be yourself, it's magic. The story in life is not tragic, it's a luxury. Fly nigga Bible. Uh, shrimp pasta, that's my favorite when it's dinner time. OPM in the truck during the winter time. She want her nails and her toes and her hair did. Fuck with bad bitches, know that get expensive. I ain't even gotta say nothing. Expensive. Yeah, let's hop in the ring and see who really got it. I go against that whole team and see who really rockin'. Been riding fours, I need a queen that I can bend the block with. Some real LA kings, boy, you ain't really poppin'. Young OG in my city, yeah, I'm tapped in. I realize it ain't no real ones in this rap biz. Holla at my nigga down when he pull up in that black bin. Lil' baby tryna front, but I just want the back end. These fake niggas, they just rhyming. All this shit I spit is timeless. All them haters never mind it. All that money came from grinding. If that deal ain't worth a couple mil, my nigga, I can't sign it. These niggas blinded until they time up. I got so many bad bitches all in my lineup. I might start a school for these little niggas so they can sign up. I'm popping that vulva, living no rules until my time come. I'm taking a risk to go and get it. I want it all or nothing. 
taking a risk to go and get it. I want it all or nothing. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking a risk to live a life. Yeah, hey, I'm taking a risk to go and get it. I want it all or nothing. That's right. I'm taking a risk for this life. Yeah. Hundreds in my hand, Rolex crown on the band, flawless diamonds on me, damn, what you don't understand. Sugar Hill is not a dream, it's my reality. Fried chicken, red rooster, more calories. My salary say get the Gucci poncho, then hit Paco's, I'm worth my weight in gold. But I smell like Louis Cologne. More money, more problems, ain't that a song? My window's down for them people, they on patrol. Hood rich and hungry, still scrape the ball. Stop playing them games for you get exposed. If you betting on me, it's finna explode. A rose vol, take it to the neck. I wrote the dash through the west. Pay your debts. Don't politic on me. That ain't what you want. I'm in green spans and some SB dunks. Yeah. No friend amigo could hit my clique go. Uh yeah. Never go against the family. Loyalty is everything. Fuck the money. No friend amigo could hit my clique go. That's right. We taking a risk for this life. Uh. Yeah, we taking a risk to go and get it. We want it all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, we taking a risk for this life. Hey. Yo, we taking a risk to go and get it. We want it all or nothing. Uh. Uh, we taking a risk to live this life. Yeah. Uh, uh, what you know about that? We taking a risk to live the life. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, we taking a risk to go and get it. We want it all or nothing. Hey. Yo. I'm taking a risk for this life. Surplus of them goods I really wanted, that's an A plus. And she curved up and got the feeling stirred up. Hey, all I needed was a plan though. On a mission, no opposition. She leaning in, she hands on. I once was in the friend zone, never took the chimp long. We caught a vibe off a slow song. It's hell alive when I go long. She arrived, tell her hold on. Enjoy the ride, this is full blown. It's what she needed, it's a splendid evening. I think I say another night, I bet she know the reason. Hey, I, I, just me. 
Here comes the pitch, and it comes in wide. On the count now is one and one to Jackie Robinson. Billy Martin is right over to Brooklyn. Better known as Brooklyn. Honey, that's another manic depressant. Adolescent stares at death. Now what's left when there ain't no God and a whole lot of pride? It might be a homicide, so let the drama slide. We don't want no problems, bitch. Your name in the obituary column shit Cause life is too short and it just gets shorter I wish I had a quarter for all my people they slaughter Last year alone in the dead zone Walk straight but don't walk late Cause I'm coming with a hate only made from what it made me Cause nobody ever played me Now it's only getting worse Buckshot and ace in the land of the waste Kicking you in your face We be doing it up Brooklyn style What does it take to get you out? is getting iller, killer. Instinct is trying to infiltrate, but wait. I know you want to enter, but I can't let you in. My mind stays the maddest. I'm gone with the wind. Because it is survival of the fittest. When the shit hits the fan, I got my shank in my hand. Black man with the permanent tan. I come from the villa, never ran. Damn, I'm feeling another part of reality. Hit me when I represent the FAP. Straight from the bill till then play the building. I mean literally when I say y'all make a killing. For my cypher, see I'm feeling the bust the pipe. Original heads represent the Brooklyn all night. Do or die, I'm saying it's you or not. Bring your click so we can get stoned like family sly. B to CI in the bush. Mighty Mateen rocking the rock, giving the push. Just think about 
about the steel in your fist. It's just an extension of your arm. It's that ghetto type of charm that makes all the homeboys swarm. Can I drop the bomb? Oh, yes, I can. Move with the groove, smooth like Gigi Dan. Who is the man? Fat kid there. Who is the chick with the pick in her hair? Angela or uh, Davis? And we roll like Avis. Rent a car, kid. There you are. You know where to find me whenever you need me. If you know the app, follow the path to the land of the aftermath. But don't frolic in the mix. Crazy ass Brooklyn kids. Cause they always throwing a body on my lawn. I'm getting a rock while I'm without a collar. Get off my block, boy, and give me a dollar. For the trouble or get blown up like a bubble. Now let's take a sec to think back. The year of the 7 0. But Brooklyn was the place to go. Flow on the journey up the Crown Heights. Habits feel. Feel the real, the real on your life. Strike. Individuals live in the PJs. DE will check my DJ. Hey, play what I wanna play in the day. But in the night, I feel the right. Took the left, fuck town, Brooklyn, break it down. Head from state to state, travel as I unravel the rate. How it taps Scott and Sutter. I remember way back in the days playing hot peas and butter. Brother, if you want another lesson, Brooklyn session. Take it back, blacksmith and Wesson. Press your luck, you get stuck by both. Throw your box. Master Ace has the tape for ducks and duck sauce. So tell Lord Digger, dig a grave for the bones. Sticks and stones while I kick some ancient tones through your domes. Act went back to attack your home. So Tim, can I flip? Yes, you can. I'm in the world war with Muhammad, my man. Feels so good to be a Brooklyn Dodger. <laughs> What's happening to rerun and Roger? I think I seen him wearing Timberlands and running down the block from Dwayne. And Dwayne had a Glock. Cause he be selling rock for the Partridge family. Ruben Kincaid drops a 300 E, and he be pimping Chrissy from Three's Company. Plus he stuck Mr. T for all his jewelry. This is a 70s thing from the days when kids didn't act so crazy. Shoes all white, the forces, what Nelly say, it's for my day ones, niggas and A ones, type shit, raise a light, light, every day, pray, worship, for a toast, for the guys in the moments, keep it real, living lies, I'm all here all the time, this shit here to the time, still on the grind, hustle all on my mind, niggas stuck on the grind, he did a bid, took his time to the chin, no lie, giving, that's my nigga, fuck's missing, I'm cut different, she fuck different, the grid's missing, I'm stuck drifting, waking up to the birds, where's the pop moving birds, so we can keep living, nowadays it makes sense, if the shit add up, my nigga Richard with the fire on the block, that's us, driveway match us. Stay, 
what you want to do real life in the cover zones up a couple songs writing this one in the twilight vibe right plotting out the game playing same night keep it tight bitch my generation in the vice grips light it up get your pockets to touch the magic cons told them hang it up early retirement is a fuck play fighting broke a rotated cup the rain and gave it cunt down at your baby mama's spot shit rough still cracking it only fans account two was backing it jacking it wasting our money while they were stacking it the captain said Simon gonna point you to where them baggies is Uncle Sam gave me I put the cash in it, they taxing my existence And paying for your listens My brother's called the cypher, spread awareness like a sickness The way my city set up, we will never have a witness And all that other bullshit never add up with the litmus Slow up, okay? Just a little off the sleeve. What is it? And I got to the hospital. You can really tell when you fucked up when the doctor goes, Holy shit. Why don't we just get some coleslaw and serve this up? What is that? Yeah, man. So Crooklyn is a series of songs in the hip hop that the first one was made uh, as a as a song for the movie Crooklyn by Spike Lee, and um, that one is just a super classic, Q-Tip produced with um, Master A, Special Ed, and Buckshot on the verses. Like that shit was hella fire. But the the second one is really the one that like hit the fan. Return of the Crippling Dodgers, and that one was a DJ Premier beat with Chub Rock. Um, fucking. Who else had Who else? Jared the Damager. Jeru the Damager and OC. Yeah. Chub Rock, he. Um, I, I can't remember if he was part of a group. I think he was associated with with some with some with a with a crew or something, but. Um, he was just his own thing. He was kind of like he's kind. He was similar to a Biggie, not necessarily like another New York cat. Another New York cat, heavy set, you know, just like spit flows, you know, type of thing. And like had that, had that voice, but he was just underground, you know, like he was just super underground with it. And, um, but he's definitely dope, definitely dope. And he did this thing on that song on Return of the Crippling Dodgers. So that's the second song and. And actually, if you follow that series, the third song of that series is called Brooklyn In My Mind by um, Ninth Wonder. That's the Ninth Wonder song produced featuring Most Def, Gene Gray, and Memphis Bleak. And that song, it was dope because the, th- the thing I, I really like just about that whole concept of the, of the series of songs and, like, the people involved in them, like, like I knew about those songs 
when I was in high school, but I, I remember uh, in high school one of the one of the shows I went to was Most Def over at uh, the Regency, and it was like that was a great show. You know, we, we were up in the front for like most of it. Like we actually couldn't stay for the whole time because my homie kind of like passed out and fainted, so we had to <laughs> make sure he was okay. <laughs> so we like ended up leaving kind like kind of early, but. What well, what I did see from what I did see, like I remember Most Def did his verse on that song Brooklyn in my mind, and I didn't know that song really. I like I heard him spitting it over the beat and shit, and I just remember it being like amazing, just being like a perfect like part of the show. And like later on, I stumbled upon that song. I said, like, "Oh shit, this is the this is the verse that he spit at the show that when it was hella cracking." And I was like, "Oh shit, this shit's sick." You know? You know, and that's what I love about music is just like you're, you're able to either like hear a song and then hear it live or you hear it live and then you hear the song like and it just like completely connects and it just makes sense, you know. I missed that, but I think I had my own show that night. So. Yeah, were you guys playing Watershed? We were playing at Elbow Room, I believe. Or not Elbow Room, sorry. Uh, Hotel Utah. Sorry, <laughs> It's all good. Well, I remember it. Like, wasn't that show sick, but also, like, didn't, like, him and Erica Badu get cut off or some shit? Moses. I saw them both do their verses on that song separately. <laughs> well, what are you gonna? What are you about to play for us next, uh, young archivist? Um, next, I actually wanted to get into a little bit this uh, Sign of the Times Super Deluxe Remaster. This is the 1987 album. diversity on the songs there. 
sound really loud in this song. Alright. It's like, like, that was like at the peak in the 80s for him when he had just done all these incredible albums. The last one I think he did was like a 10 out of 10 album. So. Okay, okay. I'm gonna play you a song or two. songs in general, and uh, I'll, I'll play you an, an unreleased track, and uh, you let me know what you thought. Ooh, how you feel? Stay tuned to the final hour of Mutant Radio. Cheers. Shut up already! Damn! Tell me who in this house know about the quake? I mean, relax, relax. If you know how to rock, say yeah. If you know how to party, say, oh yeah. Oh yeah. But if you ain't hip to the rare house quake, shut up already. Damn. House quake. Everybody jump up and down. House quake. Oh, there's a brand new groove going round. In your foggy town. And the kick drum in the vault. You gotta rock this mother set.
Left the show here. Thanks so much for tuning in as always. Thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. You can donate to our GoFundMe page or to our Venmo. Our Venmo tag is at Mutiny Radio. And we appreciate all the support from listeners out there to keep uh, us on the air, keep providing good programming. Um, I'll go back to the beginning of uh, 
did that song? He did. He played House Quick. I'm not sure if he played Adonis. I haven't watched the whole thing. It's like two and a half hours long. Oh, wow. But, uh, but yeah, it's a pretty great concert. And it was like during the end of his years with uh, the revolution, like right before he started the, the entire revolution. After that, it's um, Michael Marshall. That was Time Flies on his Growing Sexy album. That track was produced by I got 55 on it. songs but just play like one more after the few songs okay okay yeah i'll, I'll keep going for a minute thanks um yeah I, glad to be back here glad that the sound is back on here at station um yeah send us money to help us keep doing this damn thing on radio Right now, I'm getting to some Unknown Mortal Orchestra. That's called Limit.
so much, everyone, for tuning in to Film Power. We'll be back next week with more music for your ears. Um, I'm going to close out with a couple of tracks like this. Play this one uh, Teddy Hyra track I played recently. This is a, a Tajay song featuring Adele off his uh, debut album. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Hi, this is Carl. I wrote this song. I I'm Mike's friend. My turn ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. With Mike Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's the name of the show. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Deja vu. I am once again on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. How apropos. You thought you escaped, yet the status quo remains week after week. You're on L-W-A-F-L-M-O. Uh, <laughs> see? Nothing's changed. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch a full-length movie with you, let us. And we want you to listen to the podcast and watch a full-length movie, a feature-length movie, on YouTube at the same time. Yeah. You want more information? The reason why we say the acronym at the start of the show is because that is the official name of our podcast. So if you'd like to subscribe as much as we want you to, go to L-W-A-L-F-M-O-Y-T. Why don't you make it an experience? We stream this show first on mutinyradio.fm. Uh, just go to that website, and you'll be directed to a live feed. You can cut and paste that feed into your streaming service, which is what I do on my podcast app. And you can listen to us every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, where I'm from, or 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where Carl is from. Where I'm from. And make it a day. Yeah, well, that's where you're from. And uh, right before the show, of course, is a great show, The Edge of Insanity with Paul Brumbaugh. We just like to promote Paul Brumbaugh's show. We would like to promote Mutiny Radio with a go to Venmo and donate to at Mutiny Radio. We also have a great YouTube channel. Uh, I have to promote it, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl's taken previous movies, previous episodes, sync them up. Yeah. Well worth a watch and a subscription. And we are, of course, on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie we're watching this week? Okay, it is not a feature-length movie. It is The Castaways on Gilligan's Island. It's a TV show. Curse you for making me watch this. The Castaways on Gilligan's <laughs> Island. <laughs> Curse me? We haven't even started one second of this uh, hour, this 60, 70-minute long uh, full-length movie. 
Teacher Lace. It's gonna be a theme. Movie. Uh, the channel we like is yeah. MASHFAN72, all one word. So it's, you put in your YouTube search right. the engine, the castaways on Gilligan's Island. It's 1979. You're okay. not going to put that in, and it's MASHFAN72. Hit the pause. By the way, we hate all MASH fans. That show's way overrated. <laughs> oh, do you think that's what they mean? 72? Probably. Yeah. He was born in 72. His parents made him watch uh, Gen X television, and he's a confused guy. <laughs> oh, by the way, this, this uh, television show, this movie is based on a television show. Uh, I just played the, I just went to the link. So, you know what, I'll, I'll save the speech, but go ahead, type in the Castaways on Gilligan's Island movie, and you'll get to Mashman72's page. Click the link, hit pause, move the timer back to 000, which is I am trying to do here in real time at the Mutiny Radio Studios. Right. And once you are ready, we are going to count down, and at the same time, we're going to hit play and we'll experience the castaways on Gilligan's Island at the same time. Uh, so, without further ado, to kick off our countdown, we please welcome the Paul Brumbot. Right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumbot. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Okay, so, let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, Master of the Descending Numerals. The Countdown King himself. Would you please welcome, Mr. Paul Brumba? Alright guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in 3, 2, 1, go. TV show. Not a movie. So this is the same original 60s uh, intro, but yeah. this is the 79 movie. You see how young they look right so he's, here? But he's older now. Right. Oh, so this is the original. Uh, but the original cast is not in this TV movie, right? There's one got replaced. Ginger got replaced. The rest of them, it's legit. The rest were like, the money's fine. The money's fine. I'll take it. I like Russell Johnson's being asked to reprise any 50s sci-fi movies. Here they are. There's the true star, the fucking asshole boat that killed them all. <laughs> so he's older now. Bob Denver. Alan Hale, no longer a junior. Jim Backus, the greatest actor ever. Nellie Schaefer, the professor of life. Ooh, also introducing Judith Baldwin as the replacement. Russell Johnson. And good old Don Wells, who probably has the best head on her shoulders from the Castaways on Joe. Yeah, Island. yeah, she does. Now you look. So this TV show was on during the '60s on CBS, but the popularity of the syndication for the next two decades, uh, they started doing new projects on other networks. So this is a there was a cartoon show on NBC. Mm -hmm. There was a Gilligan's Planet as well. There was like a '70s cartoon and an '80s cartoon, and then they started making TV movies. Oh, you know this, Carl. I made you watch this and research this. Yeah, that's right, and you're nailing it. Um, and what's interesting to me is that this was a show on CBS, and what we're watching right now is on NBC. I bet you there was some scandal. Like, you know, no way are we doing Gilligan's Isle again. Fine, I'll go to NBC. Will you just do that then? This is our generation's Breaking Bad spinoff on Netflix. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're like, why don't you show it on AMC first? No, no, 
just that important story about Jesse has to be aired on in, on Netflix. So important. It's so important to add 90 more minutes to fucking Breaking Bad. Thank I you, Netflix. I enjoyed that, but, but you're right. It was unnecessary. I enjoyed it just because it was nostalgic. Is that the word? It's a little too young to be nostalgic, but... Uh... Yeah, back when the time that show was still on the air. I mean, it was all well acted and well done, but it's just whatever. I don't, it's, Netflix is so disposable. I've discovered in in, uh, in quarantine where you go, whoa, there's a new Will Ferrell movie. All right, I'm going to watch it. I watched it. Now I don't have to ever think about it ever again. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like Quality level. It, but guess, check this out, Mike. This is pretty cool. Uh my sons are into Breaking Bad. The littlest one, just because the older ones are. They, they don't even, you know, understand yeah, sure. it. But, uh, by the way, full disclosure, one is 20 and one is 18, okay? I'm not raising uh, seven-year-olds watching, uh, you know, uh, crystal meth shows. <laughs> okay, so they insist go to the movie theater and watch this. This was – we saw this in New York and Yonkers on the silver screen. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, this new – what was the new one? El Camino? Is that what it's called? Yeah, right. El Camino. All right. We're missing the movie. We're Which missing the is... movie. Now, what's happening here is they had a tropical storm from the last reunion show. It washed them back onto the island. But now the hurricane made all of the fresh water salt water. Uh, so they have no water to drink. So they're trying to figure a way to dig wells. Right. Oh, Dunwell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. He sits on the golf course. Now, listen, I got to tell you, all this whole stuff, it's not funny. It's not funny. Uh, the, the professor getting, uh, you know, the skipper getting bonked in the head, Gilligan saying stupid stuff. Now, the professor's got Are you the saying that you thought it was funny? No, it was not. Yeah, go ahead. The professor's got the radio fixed, and now they're learning that they're calling off the search for the Minnow 2 because uh, they're, you know, they just think the castaways are dead. Ho, ho. Oh, that's a bummer way to start, though. The worst morning show ever. <laughs> now, Gilligan is the one that got them shipwrecked a second time, of course, so they're all giving them shit right now. Yeah. So, the Minnow 2, so the first TV movie, they left the island and they left right. on a newly christened minnow too and then the same thing happened as the minnow one exactly right they got blown back okay so now gilligan's moping around but he's discovered something this show is so stupid mike curse you curse you <laughs> he's found a propeller uh -oh. okay and an engine oh great gosh propeller <laughs> could it be a plane It's a tit. Oh, it's not. It's an Ooh. <laughs> I thought it would be something extraordinary, but it's just a plane. It's a tit. Now, wow. Now, did they not find this three years on the island, you know? <laughs> well, no, no, no. It landed the three hours trip to take to go back to civilization on the Minnow 2 that, uh, during that time span. The, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, three seasons. They never knew there was a fucking plane on the island. Right. It was he's right now the professor's like it was overgrown by the jungle. 
Russell Simmons, uh, Russell Simmons, Russell uh, Johnson, yeah. the professor, he's like my favorite. Oh, okay. he's in a lot of B-movies. Did you yeah. know that he was a serious-ass pilot in uh, World War II? Interesting. Yeah. So this must be easy. This must be therapy being on Scillian's Island. <laughs> Experience the horrors of World War II and then exactly. spend your career, uh, you know. But it really was it hard was. because he was shot down. They were doing like this low-level bombing strafing run against Japanese military targets in the Philippines. And they got shot down. And Johnson broke both of his ankles. Um, he flew 44 wow. combat missions in the Pacific Theater during World War II as a bombardier. He wasn't the pilot. A bombardier Whoa. in a B B-25. Now, honestly, doesn't he look like my late father after a couple of drinks? <laughs> Back when my dad had hair. But with better hair, I was thinking that. Yeah, better hair. Yeah, absolutely. With hair. Let's, let's be honest. Oh, Gilligan's back on the grass. On every chance he gets, Bob Devers. He was, uh, so Gilligan, do you remember during the 90s, he got arrested for smoking pot or prostitution or something like that? I think it was pot. So ridiculous. Oh, he's Gilligan. He's Dobie Gillis's pal. He's the far-out space nut. He's fucking yeah. Gilligan himself. He's the, he's the man of joint. Fuck now, look. He finds a machine gun. Look what I found. Ah! I it's so not funny. <laughs> oh, no, you shot Ginger 2. I have to call it Ginger 3. Yeah, we got to call Ginger 3. Do you remember the Steve talk in the first episode? It was like the was Gilligan, the Skipper 2, and the rest. Yeah, that's right. No, no, they named everyone but like Marianne. They didn't credit Professor Marianne, Marianne. And the rest. Right. Yeah, they didn't have time. She's going, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest? And then she, she goes, what do you know? It's just your opinion. I love it. I, I told it much Finally, better. Finally, jokes written by old... <clears throat> you told it much better? I was going to say, jokes written by old Jewish writers sound better uh, spoken by old Jews. This was written yeah. by Jewish brothers. It was Al Schwartz, Elroy Schwartz... And the creator, the series creator, Sherwood Schwartz, and they all they all wrote it together. Like oh, in an hour. Yeah, I'm sure someone wrote it for them, and they just got their names on it and said, boom, here you go, NBC. I believe they wrote it. This guy worked in the industry. I mean, he this guy did Sherwood Schwartz. He did Brady Bunch. This guy knew what he was doing. We're definitely dipping our toes in Gen X waters. I mean, you could say that this is a boomer show, but I, I would say I watch Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island every day after school. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We had our reruns, and so the boomer shows became the Gen X shows. So a lot of them, Star Trek, yeah, right. a lot of them did. Well, we had a, we were ironic about it. We saw a totally artificial TV show. We went, whoa, that's a totally artificial TV show, man. Right. That's not and a real island. When you we were so ahead of everyone laugh else. Track, it's the laugh track is so ridiculous. They're cracking up over not funny things. Okay, is so there's a laugh track on this show, on this movie. Yeah, it's a TV wow. show, Mike. Listen. He's trying to convince me. Oh, I'm going to rip this movie, and I'm going to get the best response. This is why I picked it. I'm sheltering in place. I haven't heard a real audience. I never heard a real audience laugh even before times, but I'm now I get it. 
Here, I'll get I'll get start telling my jokes. Did you know about that moron who went to a book burning and brought a Kindle? Don't you hate them? <laughs> well, I'm glad somebody knows because if nobody knew, we'd never know when we were finished. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to do that too. I can't. That's tell my jokes over this last yeah. track. <laughs> okay, if you got time to write, Carl, but go ahead by all means. Okay, so I'm going to wait. So they're going to hoist on a pulley the one of the wings, and they're going to try to reattach it. So there'll be uh, jokes of, like, um, you know, they're not saying lines. It'll just be the uh, pratfalls and stuff, and that's when I'll tell my jokes. Okay, sounds good. We're going to time this right, ladies and gentlemen. Please give it up for Carl. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's great to be here in the uh, Mutiny Radio studio. And, uh, you know, uh, I got to tell a few jokes now, uh, if everybody's ready. Sit down, sir, please. Uh, just going to tell a few jokes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, let's see. Uh, my wife wanted to have makeup sex, <laughs> but I ain't wearing that shit. Hey, have I got it up yet? Damn it, it didn't work. <laughs> my You're getting heckled by Bob Denver. Sex. But uh, I ain't wearing that shit. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Try to keep going. Oh, okay. Well, uh, this will be a funny one. I got to tell you, um, you know, my wife, she wanted to have makeup sex, but I ain't wearing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Kill it. <laughs> it's be a little dark, but uh, David Bowie, yeah, he's dead to me. Oh, it didn't work. He's dead to me. You know it. That is it. What a crowd loves you and hates David Bowie. <laughs> Speaking of dead, everybody on this show is dead, right? Except for Don Wells? Uh, Jim Backus? Probably. Um, uh, yeah. Bob Denver passed away. Yeah. Bob Denver. Bob, De Bob Denver. Five. And um, Skipper died in 1990. Um. The professor died in 2014. Mr. Howell, um, I don't have a, Mrs. Howell died in 2013. You know what's really endearing? Wow, that's recent. Marianne took care of a very sick, um, uh, no, I'm sorry, that wasn't 2013. Marianne took care of a very sick Mrs. Howell. She was her primary caretaker when she died. She went, this woman is a mensch. Um, she was sick, she needed help. Now she could have had plenty of help. She was a very rich woman, but um, but it was, right. it was, it was uh, Dawn Wells who was by her side until she died caring for her. Wow, so that's 50 years after working with her, yep. she uh, became a primary caretaker. Well, good for, that's cool. That's great to hear. Yeah, I like Dawn Wells. I like the cast too. They're eccentric people, you know. Uh, Jim Backus, I know, of course, from Yeah, Mr. Magoo. And, but the thing, look, they're all funny, maybe not Ginger, but this show sucks and is not funny. They're wasting their talents. There is a few good scenes, but it's very rare. You know, you sound like uh, Robert Reed on this cast on the set of uh, the Brady Bunch. Uh huh. Oh, I'm a Shakespeare actor. I <laughs> can't believe I have to play Mike Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
There were three curtain uh, calls. The first telephones. Three curtain calls. My Othello will be remembered in the holes of theaters. Yeah. Really? In the aisles? No, the holes of theater. Oh, the lobby of theaters. Uh, no! no. <laughs> you saw Galaxy Quest, right? Yeah, I have. Well, the one who was spoofing Spock. Did I just quote it? And he goes, how did I get here? He He's doing it again. He's having a breakdown. I did Othello in the thing. There were three curtain calls. There were three curtain calls. Oh, that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> so the battery. That sounds pretty good. They're doing yeah. what they always do. Kick ass, spin a magnet, make electricity, and it's going to be enough to start the plane. Now, one thing that doesn't make sense, but who cares, is there is no runway. So they couldn't have just taken right. off like a spaceship, but they will. The Do you think the guy who created Peloton was like 12 years old watching this going, this gives me an idea? <laughs> the best thing about this scene is while they're doing the biking, uh, Ginger's boobs sh shake like a church bell that's being rung. Talk about Ginger too, huh? We the Ginger too. <laughs> Let's see if we see it now. Hold on. Dong, 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 dong. Well, I guess we missed our thing because they're all rolling. Now, of course, Gilligan will get stuck. Right. While the plane's taken off. Yeah. Oh, no. it's good. Well, they should just leave that fucker. Look at right? the Did ever have, Was there ever an episode? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm gazing. I'm gazing. They had to put goggles on to watch those. <laughs> Where did they get those suits? So they can't... They should just leave Gilligan on the island. Hell, the, the show would have been like a one season, done, one and right. done if, if it wasn't they for took my advice. Screwing up everything all the time. They would have been off that all island. All the time. It's repetitive. Episode. Yep. So Gilligan is. Well, I have a question, Carl. If it, he's right. There he is. Come oh, on, Gilligan. It's so. I heard when you grab Alan Hill's hand, it feels like holding, like, ham. Like, it's, it's like, cold. <laughs> hey, little buddy. Hey, little buddy. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> See, how he did was in, uh, I, I don't know. How, again, like, how did they find this plane that's been there for decades? Exactly. So my question is that if it was a three-hour tour, how come it takes me 30 seconds to ejaculate? Oh, I mean, their clothing, their clothing. Sorry, let me ask you again. Minnow. Ooh, look at that. Wow. There's a matchsticks. I wouldn't say that that was a miniature, but it looks like matchsticks on the door. So it was a three-hour tour, and? It only takes me 30 seconds to ejaculate. So... I mean, what's up? Didn't the producers think this over? Well, people would always say, like, <clears throat> where do they get the clothing? Or, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Where do they get the Absolutely. aviation jacket You're and goggles? You're suspend disbelief. It's just a stupid show. Okay, right. this is kind of funny. How's it going? Well, that's right. The professor's going to tell him, like, we're going to crash, essentially. And he goes, don't tell anyone it's a panic. Don't say a word. So Bob Denver's like, I won't say a word. It's, it's one of the only funny scenes. Tell the others. No, don't. People start a panic. No, I don't want you to say one <laughs> word about this. Not one word. Believe me, I won't say one word. 
One word, right? Uh, so, right, one word, I gotcha. Watch. He's not saying one word. <laughs> He's just passing out parachutes. He's just putting out the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> I hope mine is custom made. All right, that's funny. Okay, so now yeah. here's the here's more of the joke. Okay, it's very Again. rare that was the funny moment in the film. Gotcha. Do you think that was the funniest moment of Gilligan Island? Uh, Gilligan? Uh, there'll be another very funny scene in which Alan Hale starts doing a hula dance. <laughs> he really does a great acting job at it. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's like the Andy Richter of hula dancing. <laughs> you ever see Andy Richter do the hula dance in uh, Cabin Boy? Yes. Yeah. This is how a woman dances or something like that. It's been a while. It's been a long while. I think while. I know more. I think I He became a cabin. But I remember more Gilligan's Island. Yeah, a cabin man. But what was it? It was like a... a All right. <laughs> it was a, 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 like a goddess in a, in a cave, right? Right. He wandered in. And magazine. Yeah. And then remember the husband comes home? <laughs> right, who had like a hard day. He worked, he worked at some store or something like that. He was still in his outfit. Yeah, that's a great movie. I, I saw that recently, Cabin Boy, and uh, I watched the, the commentary. Well, they had like a little featurette on the DVD. And uh, I saw that in the theater, and there was one point in Cabin Boy where the movie just grinds to a halt. Wait, watch this. Like, I think it's from the giant cupcake. Uh, okay, uh, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Ginger. You see, he's got the suitcase, then poof, the suitcase disappears. Oh, yeah. Oh, that must have been some continuity. I asked you to jump off an airplane dressed as Gilligan holding a suitcase. Not, no, the, Sorry, Mr. Schwartz. Yeah, right. We're going to have to reshoot. Mr. Schwartz, we don't have budget. So you saw the commentary of Cabin Boy, and you were saying the cake, what was Oh, it? that, uh... Well, no, for me, when I saw it in the theater, the movie grinded to a halt when the giant, when he started to hallucinate and he saw like a giant cupcake spitting tobacco and he's like, oh. I said, you know, I don't know where you're going with this anymore. It's just done. But I recently watched it like two years ago and uh, it's, it still holds up. Maybe I should rent they it. They tell a story about Alfred. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't hurt. Honestly, that, that movie is fun, fun to watch. Al Albert Molina, the famous uh, actor, uh, plays uh, like one of the professors, like has a very short role, small role in it. And during the commentary, they said that he thought he had a much bigger role. Uh -huh. He thought he was playing the captain or something like that. And he was really pissed off to find out he was like in two scenes, one scene. You know, that's funny. It kind of parallels Ginger. You see, Ginger's agent told her that she was pretty much going to be the star of this show. It was going to be her star vehicle. It's going to be all about her, you know, and they were, uh, it would focus on her. And then when she got there and started the show, did, you know, do the pilot and everything, it wasn't about her at all. She was just one of the people. She was sulky and pissed off, and that lasted all three years. That's why there are new gingers. She's like, reunion show, screw you. Wow. I'm here, I'm here for the pilot, Ginger's Island. <laughs> oh, boy. Schwartz. Get Schwartz. 
<laughs> well, speaking of MASH fans, there's a famous quote. Uh, they were interviewing an actress who was playing a nurse, and they had asked her, well, what's the show about? And she said, well, it's about a nur- bunch of nurses and their friends, uh, you know, working at a mobile uh, medical union. Unit. And it's a famous quote because, yeah, she she kind of said the show is about her and her friends. Right. She just played a nurse. You know, she wasn't really any of the main characters. Okay, so... That's a good acting story, I guess. Here is another funny joke. Are they, Gilly, oh, no, this is the second final funny joke? They're back on the island. Here, let's... We must search for Gilligan. Oh, well, of course. What would a party be without Gilligan? <laughs> <laughs> Even in the open... <laughs> They're high and low. Just look high. All right, that was a joke. She goes, we have to look everywhere, high and low. And Gilly goes, just look high. It's like, Deborah, are you still smoking on set? <laughs> wow, he was walking on air. Dobie Gillis's buddy. Yeah, he got busted for pot. He became like a pot icon at one point just for yep. that. So he, after Gilly Gilligan's Island, he went back to West Virginia, and he was on an FM, he was an FM radio personality, um, and he ran an oldies format radio station with his wife. Oh, oh that's cool. Good for Gilligan. Oh, look, what, what the, you castaways. Yeah, yeah, what happened is they saw a plane on their radar, which wasn't expected, and then it dropped out of the sky, so they sent a boat to rescue and they're freed now. Wow, good for them. I guess, but it's really bad for a show because they didn't do anything. It was coincidence. They were able to get the plane out in the air. Yeah. Then those gentlemen saw it, yeah. officers, oh, and I they guess. came. Yeah. So they, they did. Yeah. You're saying this is an awkward start to the this full-length movie. Okay, what this is... You're saying this is a full-length movie. Listen, this is a television pilot for The Castaways on Gilligan's Island, which is a hotel. The Castaways. Here it is. I've got to play it. Isn't this beautiful? (laughs) Best in building this hotel is the best idea you ever had. It's so cheap, a voiceover. That's their hotel that he bought, he built. No cars, no television, no electricity. Just the way we lived when we were shipwrecked on this island 15 years ago. And I was very generous, my dear. I made our fellow castaways partners on this island. Okay, so we've got our set up now. Very generous. They now run a hotel. But, but, as you said, was, so this was voiceover, either it was a voiceover or that the moccasins are so loud, their voices <laughs> booms from the heaven over the island. Yeah. Oh, there it is. It's tattooed. The, the boat, the boat. So when the Gilligan, they, the Gilligan. When they were back in society, they didn't say like all go their separate ways. They they said let's continue to live on the island. It'll just now be a resort. Now these are guests, including Tom Bosley. There he is from Happy Days. And Marcel. Wow. I, yes. There you go, Bob Newhart. Then some. 
and then the other people. Yeah, and the other. So this is a straight rip of Fantasy Island and Love Boat, where they 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 come on the boat or they come on the island. Right. They're literally leaving a boat and coming on the island. Did you see that a kid? Plane on Fantasy Island. Yeah. You assume, like we all do, that he's a, a child of one of the couples that just got off, but he isn't. He's like a stowaway. You can't even kill him. What an idiot. There was an extra person on a fucking motorboat? Yep. I didn't notice, Skipper. Well, that's the thing. Like, wouldn't they have a manifest of who their guests are? Yeah. Meepy manifest. <laughs> you, uh... <laughs> you know what? My, you would appreciate this. My kids were in the car in the back seat, and they started making fun of something. I couldn't hear the whole thing. And they were like, ah, ha, ha. And they go, yeah, front 242. Ha, 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 ha. And I was like, I love that band. And they went, oh. ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> So I'm the butt of Come on, man. Don't you remember their music video for Single White Female? Yeah. Then they get the man. Hey, poor. Oh, here you go. Hey, poor. You don't have to be poor anymore. Poor anymore. Jesus is here. Okay. Well, it was very important in the 80s to make fun of uh, preachers by sampling them and putting them on over techno beats. In the 80s, all those preachers had become right-wing Christians, and so therefore it was apropos for the time to be criticizing. To sample them, yeah. Okay, these this, are this is like their, uh... and they bring bad luck. And the stereotype, who's really like a Hawaiian person, being a stereotype is right. warning them against the bad luck. And the professor's like, ha, 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 ha. And that will be our ending. We're Gilgan's Island. Yeah. Oh, so that's how they get, they wind up back. In, so everything goes to shit at the end of the episode. Well. Wait a minute, Carl, if this was a pilot, if this was a pilot, then it would have to end in open-ended, right? They couldn't be deserted on their island again. No, they're because not. Because it was going to be a second episode. That's right. They're just... Yeah, no, the the bad luck of the masks is like a dumb gag to wrap up the show. Oh, so the, that's, those masks are, are the reason for their downfall. No, it's just a dumb... It's not the movie fart or something. It's just a dumb ending. Gotcha. Okay, look at Boswell. He's all in a business suit. It's hard... Okay, wait. And we'll be right back with a nice, comfortable cot for your son. Son? Our son. What son? Yes, the boy that came off the cruise ship with you. <laughs> He's not ours. He must belong to the other couple. Set up! Interesting. Tom Bosley. Bo How do you pronounce his name properly? Bosley. Bosley. Yeah. Well, I know that uh, Mrs. Cunningham, the actress, uh, she, she they didn't get along. He was like an asshole to her. Right. And one time I saw a uh, candid camera thing, and they were playing a trick on him. He was thought he was there for a business meeting. He's smoking a cigarette, and he was bossing everybody around. And they still showed it to us. And then we got the gag, and he goes, ah, ha, ha, you kids. <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> can't pull one off the old boss. One of my favorite uh, bad movies is called Million Dollar Mysteries, mm -hmm. which was sponsored by Glad Bags, which had Tom Bosley as the spokesman back in the day. Oh, right. So, the, uh, so Tom Bosley plays a character like Jimmy Durante in The Mad, 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 Mad World, where he dies at the beginning, 
but he is stowing away $1 million in glad garbage bags. Uh-huh. And then he dies, and then people have to find the, the, the glad garbage bags full of money. Set up. And they keep saying glad. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Well, I have to say, Carl, I did have seen this uh, as a kid in 79, and I do remember this storyline very well. As we heard in that voiceover, Gilligan's Island Resort doesn't have a telephone. Right. But there's one in the uh, lobby. So Bosley, who's going through FOMO, FOMO, his fear of missing out, he has to make a business call, and he discovers that there isn't a phone on the island. Right. It's a hidden phone. I still remember that. It's a little funny how he finds it. Basically, what's going on now is a setup that he is a businessman, he's in real estate, and he just can't keep his mind off. You're on vacation now. You haven't had a vacation in 19 years. Loosen up. Sounds like every Adam Sandler movie I watch. (laughs) I can't enjoy this vacation. Yeah. Helping you. Yeah, sure. If I'm there watching them. Boom, boom, psh. He goes. And the skipper, Mary. Denver replaced Woody Allen in the original Broadway production of uh, um, Play It Again, Sam, which we know from Bogart's, the man with Bogart's face. So, yeah, and uh, well, Woody Allen made a movie version of that. I think he wrote the, the play, yep. I believe. Yeah, he replaced Woody Allen in the play, and Clive Barnes from New York Times said he was um, a genuine clown-like wistfulness uh, and that, that Barnes had found lacking in Allen's own performances. So Gilligan did a better job. <laughs> so in conclusion... Gilligan is better than Woody Allen. Yeah, for Play It Against Sam. Yeah. Play It Against Sam, I haven't seen that in a long time, but it was like he's a movie nerd who can't get laid. Right. And uh, he likes, yeah. It's been a while. You know you know, there's no quote, Play It Against Sam. It's like, Sam, I want you to play it in a certain manner or some shit like that. It's like Hamlet, you know. I know right. Horatio, I knew thee well over there. Oh, Marissa Wallace in a bathing suit. Yeah, there's nothing more ugly. Mm-mm. No, man. Come Those on, two she's not man. a pretty no, What a body. You saw her tongue in Google. Oh, three. shut up. <laughs> look, she's looking at her <laughs> so low cut she's got no cleavage. Right? Look oh, Jesus Christ, man. I'm seeing total... I'm so, that's so offensive. There's totally cleavage. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Man eyes thing. Of course there's cleavage. <laughs> oh, wow. So there are kids. So wait a minute. So there's a lot of people on this island. It's yes. not just the four people that got, came in. Oh, that's what that's what Howell was saying. He built a hotel here, and they have a business now. It's on the island, but everybody can come. They they leave for from right. – there's a cruise ship that comes by. Or from Hawaii, a three-hour tour. He'll be here. So that was, I mean, the skipper came up in a motorboat that held like five people. And there's already like 50 people. There were only five guests, I mean, including the kid. Right. 
By the way, he's probably my kid, and I just realized he was missing. <laughs> oh, shit. That's my kid. He's in a made-for-TV movie. I was wondering where he was. <laughs> it's a very dumb... Uh, he's looking over... <laughs> 